don't stop. Wake up on Metro FM. Yeah, we're about to get started. Never miss a beat. Yeah. Never miss a beat. What's news? What's news? In the air. Wake up on Metro FM. Thank you so much, Rob Beasy. Really appreciate it. We'll catch you again in the next hour. But still, it's time for us to also find out what is making news this morning. This one is a very interesting one. Actually, whether it be a painful one, whether it just be something that you're carrying with knowledge, this might just be your reality. Are single women more burdened by tax is a big question. Now, South Africans working, uh, especially women, have made progress in achieving equal pay for equal work. But the financial scales are tipped against them by the country's tax system that treats women and men equally, but with unequal results. Now, more than 40% of South Africans' households are headed by a sole female breadwinner, while far more children, that's about 41.7%, live with single mothers than with their single fathers, being 4.4%, meaning that the added tax liability of single household falls predominantly on women. Now, according to Stenkamp's research, that the country's second large tax revenue stream falls mainly on women. And we'll be chatting to, of course, uh, this phenomenal woman. Her name is uh, Dr. Um, Dr. Leanne Stienkamp, who is on the line and would love to bring her on. Good morning, Dr. Leanne. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Dr. Leanne. How is our tax system unfavorable to single-earned households and single mothers in particular? Well, on the face of it, there doesn't seem to be any overt discrimination against women. After all, we have a unisex tax table, right? Mm. But when you dig a bit deeper in the annual SARS tax statistics, we see that although the number of women who have uh, been added to the personal income tax system has increased slowly over time, we're now nearly at one half, Mm. women only contribute one-third in terms of taxes, and that is because of a number of underlying issues. For example, there's still a gender pay gap that's persisting across different sectors. Women take career breaks to have children, Mm -hmm. and women still perform the primary caregiving function and perform unpaid care work. And all of those factors combined mean that women fall, and mostly, in the lower-income tax brackets. And as you move up those income tax brackets to the very top one, only 14% of the top earners are women. So that's the first gender disparity that we see. Mm. And secondly, when it comes to single versus dual households, um, when you think of dual households, there are two uh, personal income taxpayers. Each taxpayer gets certain tax exemptions and Mm. tax deductions and tax breaks versus a single household which only gets those tax breaks once. And delving even deeper into the statistics from Stats SA, more than 40% of households in South Africa are headed by female breadwinners. Mm. And when it comes to child-rearing, 42% of children live with only their single mothers versus 4% living with only their single fathers. So women earn less. And they have to make that income stretch a lot further. My gosh, Dr. Lee Ann Stenkamp joining us on the line now. I mean, just listening to your stats, I, I think for me personally, being raised by a single mother, I completely understand the overwhelming uh, kind of pressures that lie on single mothers 
and also the numbers when you mention 40% of South African households are headed by a sole female breadwinner. Now let's move on over to how does that fall more on women compared to men? Right, so the underlying socioeconomic conditions I think have changed a bit over time, but our tax system has not necessarily kept pace with that. So interestingly, during the apartheid regime, there was a different tax dispensation Mm. whereby married men had their own tax table and married women had their own tax table and married women paid higher income taxes back then. Now, fortunately, this has been done away with when the Constitution uh, came into effect. But that has had some unintended consequences, which I've alluded to earlier. Mm. The fact that there is a gender pay gap and the fact that women perform unpaid care work. So men still um, can focus on their careers a bit more than women can. Of course, I am generalizing. There are exceptions to the rule, but this is what the stats reveal to us. Sure. Now, with with that being said, how can we change our tax regulations to remedy this? I mean, we're talking about the underlying issues, gender pay gap, but what are your solutions uh, skewing towards what we are speaking about this morning? I think um, we should take a pragmatic approach to this. And the first thing that government can consider is to reintroduce uh, the tax break for childcare costs that, ironically, we had during the apartheid regime. Mm. So in the United States, for example, taxpayers can get a tax break for certain childcare costs like after-school care, transport to and from school, and certain primary fees. So um, school and especially university is extremely expensive mm. um, in South Africa. So that's one area uh, that government can look at. And it's not taking a blanket approach. I would suggest adding a means test to that those who really financially need that tax relief get the tax break. And the second thing that government could consider is to expand the list of zero-rated items that we have under the value-added tax law. You may recall from a few years ago that there was a lot of pushback from civil society groups, which resulted in some feminine hygiene products Mm. being added to that list of zero-rated items. Mm. So the idea is that the 15% fact that you no longer pay Mm. is passed down to the consumer um, as a saving. So maybe there's room for maneuvering there for government to add more items that lower-income households, especially single parents, Mm. purchase on a regular basis. 100%. Uh, Dr. Leanne uh, Stenkam, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, research coming through from that. Really, really appreciate you. And uh, I really hope that, if anything, uh, single mothers that are listening to the show now, a lot of us take for granted the kind of support system that they have around maybe, yes, the issues that we're speaking about now, but also just support from family members, maybe, I don't know, friends who are willing to assist. But I don't know if you are a single mother at all, know of single mothers that genuinely have that kind of support to be able to break these grounds because, yes, uh, tax break is what you're talking about but realistically if we had something that could be done now I think support is the biggest one Dr. Leanne I agree with you yes and thank you so much for having me and may I urge listeners to um, empower themselves with knowledge Mm. and a good place to start is to access the women's report which Mm. is available for free download and you can just google it Thank you so much, Dr. Leanne Stenkamp, for joining us this morning. Also, send us your voice notes right now. I mean, hearing this conversation, if you're a single parent, maybe you're raising your hand right now. Turn up the volume to this conversation. 
Perhaps maybe you don't have family help. Everything seems like an ordeal. Nothing goes simply. But as a single mom, single parent, kindly share with us the kind of support system that you have around you to be able to assist you with household things, being a breadwinner. Know that it's not easy coming from, you know, a context where I was raised by a single mother. Perhaps you were too. And maybe you are right now. Send us a voice note by 060-552-7303. It is Wake Up on Metro FM. Good morning. Don't stop. Wake up on Metro FM. Yeah, we're about to get started. Never miss a beat. Yeah. Never miss a beat. What's news? What's news? In the air. Wake up on Metro FM.